So we're back here once again on Couch Coach Live. Uh, what's going on, Maui? Oh man, it's great. Um, I'm excited. I was, you know, for, for today, and you know, always big, extremely proud of you. Seeing the big things that you've been doing when you was BCU and all, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta, you know, promote my homie. You know what I'm saying? So just yeah. busy sharing. You know, said how was everything um, with that experience and um, commanders in the chat. How was that? Yeah, everything's going good. Um, obviously, opening week for the for the Lady Rams and also for the Rams. Right. So, uh, for the men's basketball squad, uh, you know, tough tough loss for the men on Monday. They they uh, bounce. They, hopefully, they bounce back on Friday against San Fernando. Then the girls, a uh, great victory last night. And um, yeah, so we're here. And commands in the chat is you know doing this thing. So we're here. Uh, Wednesday night under the lights here on Couch right. Coach Live at, at a different time. Right. But we got a special guest in the building. If you uh, check this out, in late August, we had our guy, Danny Lewis from VirginiaPreps.com, doing a high school football preview with us early to start the season. Now it is playoff time. It's it's here. It's We don't, we don't have the weather like, like a typical high school uh, football playoffs weekend, but we are here. Uh, so what's going on, Danny? How you doing? I'm doing good. It's like you said, the playoffs are here. It's a great time. I'm trying to cover two games this week. So, um, you know, that's how much I want to go out and see some playoff football. Um, you know, speaking of the weather, you know, it's funny. Friday night, it was kind of cold. Mm-hmm. You know, tomorrow, I'm not sure what it is. And then I think Friday night, it's supposed to be raining. So just wait a minute. The weather will change. <laughs> yeah. And definitely before we proceed, I definitely got to give a huge shout out to you, Danny. Um, out, you know, helping me out, and I was at the um, Hannah Springs around again. You definitely um, helped me out, um, you know, as far especially being a newcomer to the, you know, to this uh, high school football space. Definitely uh, appreciate you talking with me, kind of um, helping me out with everything that's going on. Definitely, uh, definitely was well appreciated. Hey, you know, it's all about relationships, and you got to help your fellow constituents. Wow. Sure, for sure. So we're here, and um, yeah. So you know, we talked, about, you know, as far as before, we kind of go into like the the, the uh, playoffs this weekend. Um, you know, obviously this was a, a great season, um, for high school football in the Richmond area. Uh, so many great storylines, so many good things that happened this year. So, um, Dan, what was your overall thoughts on uh, just the season in its in, in its totality, essentially? Um, well, the first thought is the same thought I have every year. It goes too quick. Mm-hmm. You know, like you referred to, we were talking in late August, and here we are the beginning of November, and we're talking playoffs. You blink right. and the season's gone. Um, but uh, overall impressions, I mean, you nailed it. Some amazing stories this year. You know, first thing that comes to my mind is the city schools. TJ, Huguenot, Armstrong, you know, what a what a time to follow those programs, you know, and all three are in the playoffs. All three have winning records. I've got to go back and see, you know, when the last time that happened, because it's been a while for the city. So that is a big one, especially with TJ going nine and zero. And to think, you know, earlier this century, they went multiple seasons without a win. And here they are, 9-0, and and legitimately being talked about as a region and state title contender. So, first and foremost, City Schools is the big one. Um, 
you know, Dinwiddie, I think is interesting, but, you know, to see them face tougher competition this year, you know, especially at the beginning of the season, you know, they beefed up their schedule, took a page out of Holland Springs and, you know, everybody was ready to write them off, you know, um, but then they got in district play, took care of business and here they are, you know, another contender in the region. Um, and then Meadowbrook staying in the central district, Billy Rudd, you know, another program that was down and he seems to have them back on track or getting there anyways. Mm-hmm. And then I think of a school like Glen Allen, eight and two, their best season ever. They're getting ready to host their first ever playoff game. It's just so many good stories. Then you got players, Ethan Medley, you know, mm-hmm. steps up for Thomas Dale when Ethan Minner goes down and the Knights don't miss a beat. I mean, they're 10 and 0. Who, who does that? I mean, I don't know many programs that can do that. Mm. Um, and then Eric Bird at Holland Springs, you know. Last year, Holland Springs relied heavily on Christian Martin. This year, they've relied heavily on Eric Bird in the run game. So, those are just some of the, the headlines for me when I look back at this regular season. Mm. Yeah, so also, um, switch gears now. Is it, you know, great storylines. We talked about it um, just earlier. Were there any favorite moments um, that, you know, as far as games that you have covered um, this season? What's been, like, your favorite moments? Oh, man. (laughs) When you sent me these questions yesterday, I'm sitting here writing down a list, and I'm going, man, there's not just one moment. There's a ton of them. Um, Because I've had the luxury of being at some great games this year. Usually you go through the season – you get some good games here and there, but this season, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm on God's good side or what here, but I've been blessed with some great games. Um, you know, recently I was at TJ and Armstrong, um, you know, there when TJ won their eighth straight, you know, eight no for the first time ever. Coach Harris gets the Gatorade bath. Um, that was a great moment. I've got pictures and video that, I've already added to my archive that I want to hold on probably till the day I leave this earth. Um, you know, the Holland Springs, you referred to us hooking up at the Holland Springs, Verona game. That was a great game. That was a great moment. I mean, nobody could look the other way because if you did, you were going to miss something. Mm-hmm. Um, Manchester Holland Springs, you know, that first game of the season, another game where you're just sitting there going, okay, Who's going to do what next? And, you know, the Springers have that last play in them with about a minute to go in the game. They score the go-ahead touchdown. Game over, but give it a little bit more time. Who knows? We might be going into overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, The Godwin comeback over Hanover. Mm-hmm. You know, Hanover was up big. And in the second half, Godwin just chips away, chips away. And in the fourth quarter, that lead erodes, and Godwin goes to the lead, and it's game over. Um, Thomas Dale Dinwiddie, another fun one. Um, you know, it's just – it's so many it, – it's hard to pinpoint one game. And here's one that a lot of people will laugh when I mention it, but Tucker and Deep Run, two programs that didn't have a lot of success this year. But I went out to that game on a Thursday night to check them out, and – you know, they played a good game. Tucker looks like a young team that's, you know, going to be something 
in the years to come under new head coach Bryce Fritz. And they had a young pesky defense. And, you know, it's, it was refreshing to see a game where, you know, it's just two teams wanting to win. Not that every team doesn't want to win, but when you're two teams that wins have been few and far between in the season, you see that it means more. If that, if you can even say that, I mean, again, it not to take away from any of the other players or teams, but it just meant more to those kids that night. Um, so and I got one more for you, and that was Huguenot Palatine, another great game. That's the game I'm going to Friday night because that game was so good. I got to see it again. <laughs> well, um, Danny, I have a question. Um, yes, just sir. some. You've been doing this for a while. So what is your favorite moments of all time? Holy you can give us five or just whatever. Oh, wow. Uh, or, or it doesn't make a difference. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, gosh, you know, probably the best one and being in this covering high school football now for Virginia preps for 10 years now. Congratulations. Um, I've, I've had to turn in my fan card, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, because I love all these teams. I mean, right. I, the relationships I have with these coaches, the players I get to know, I mean, I don't have a favorite team anymore. Okay. But as a Verona grad, being <laughs> being in Lynchburg in 2021 uh, when they won it all, after being at their state championship losses in 98 and 99, okay. and to see that you know, come full circle, Coach Marcus Lewis guides his Blue Devils to the promised land. That's probably the moment I will never forget. Okay. Um, you know, other than that, you know, seeing Bird win three in a row, you know, mm. state championships, mm. that was a big, big deal. You know, obviously Holland Springs run, that's, mm-hmm. you know, um, the Bird, <laughs> the Bird Holland Springs game in 20. What year was it? Was it uh, 2015, right? The year before Holland Springs won their first one. Mm. Might have been 2014 now that I think about it. But they played at Holland Springs, Bird and Holland Springs. And that game was back and forth the entire night. And it was another one of those that you just had to hold on to your seat because you didn't know what was going to happen next. And that is probably the best playoff game I've seen short of a state championship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You think that game's on YouTube? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to check. I mean, that out. Every, everything's digital now. So right, right, right. that was only eight years ago. So right. I would think it would out. be. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. I was so, I would, I've probably been the happiest person when Jalen Elliott graduated from high school. <laughs> 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 But yeah, shout out to El- shout out to Bird. Yeah, he, he was a special player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and like we talked about, uh, we got some great, uh, great matchup this weekend involving a lot of um, schools in our region. So, what are some, you know, as far as some playoff matchups to watch? I know all of them, and 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 it's it's worth worthy of watching. But what are some ones that, that stick out to you? So I, I picked five. Um, one of them being Freeman and Hermitage. This is a rematch from a game earlier in the season. And it's a game that where the score doesn't really say it was that close. 
it was close. Um, Hermitage didn't put it away until the fourth quarter. So, you know, Freeman's healthy. They were off last week. Um, and I'm curious to see if they have anything for Hermitage this time around. The only problem for Freeman is it's at Hermitage this time. So um, that's never a place you really want to go and play because it's it's a tough environment. Um, Powhatan Huguenot, as I alluded to, that first game was so good this season. When I was looking at where I wanted to go this week, I was like, you know, Matoka Bird's good. This game's good. This game's good. But Powhatan and Huguenot, I mean, Matthew Lehman at quarterback, he's a just – He's, he's a special quarterback. He doesn't get a lot of hype that some of the quarterbacks in the region get, but he's thrown for almost 3,000 yards, I believe. Um, So, you know, him versus that Huguenot offense, fast, speedy. I mean, that's a game. The last meeting was 26-22. So, you know, that's, again, another game that hold on to your seat. You're going to miss something. Um, Bird Matoka, I think, is interesting. Um, Matoka's been a very solid team this year, a team that I still, even though they lost to Dinwiddie last week, I still feel is a threat to win the region. Um, and they're playing Bird, who we all know loves to run the ball and <laughs> loves to play some lights out defense. And I'm kind of curious to see if Bird has the same success against Matoka that Dinwiddie did. The only problem is they don't have Harry Dalton. Um, but they know how to run the ball, and they got some backs over there that can do just that. So that's an attractive game. Um, Colonial Heights and Lake Taylor. I, you know, it's uh, Colonial Heights doesn't have playoff success. I mean, this is the first time they've gone – back-to-back playoffs um but that's a game that i'm i'm curious to see if colonial heights can stay competitive with lake taylor or maybe shock them and beat them i mean Mm. 2014 monican went to lake taylor and almost pulled it off um and then the fifth matchup i'm curious about william monroe versus armstrong like colonial heights armstrong has never won a playoff game They've been to the playoffs multiple times now, but they can't seem to get over that hump. And you're seven and three. You might not be playing at your stadium, but you're playing in your area code. And, and if not now, when? Yeah, so yeah, those yeah. are the top five for me. Um, not to take anything away from the other games, because all those seven five seven schools coming up here to play the class six guys. They're going to be some great games, but these were the ones that I was most curious to follow come Friday night. Yeah, because it's going to be tons of games, like you said. Yep, and hey, that, to narrow that list to five, yeah, we we totally understand. Like I know <laughs> we can have all honestly, right. you know, so great, so much great, um, so, such a rich bracket in, in all of them, and in, 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 especially from our area. Yeah, and the. In the- Wild thing is, I don't feel like we have a dominant team like we have in years past. You know, Holland Springs rolling through everybody. Um, you know, 2018, Manchester rolling through. You know, we don't have a dominant team this year, but we have some really good teams. And, you know, whether that equates to another state championship this year, I don't know. I hope so. But I think I think we 
I think this is probably our best group of teams we've ever put through to the playoffs. So, you know, now talk about – so uh, what, you know, as far as this uh, weekend – well, Friday's games, which uh, home teams are upset alert this week? All right. So um, I only have three. I can't ever narrow <laughs> anything good. down to one. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, that's – yeah, it's all good. We love okay. it. We love – yeah. Right. Um, but the, the one that stands out to me, and, and again, you know, I love all these schools in the area. I want them all to succeed, but and Glenn Allen has had an amazing season, but I'm a little nervous about Oscar Smith because everybody's been out on Oscar Smith this year. You know, they're not the Oscar Smith of old, you know, they're, they're just a good team. Well, that good team has a lot of playoff history, a lot of playoff success and they can win anywhere. So it's great to have home field, but I'm a little nervous for that one. I think that one could go either way. Um, the other one, Douglas Freeman and Hermitage. Again, that game was close or than the score indicated the first meeting. And a, with a week's rest and a healthy Maverick squad, maybe Freeman can go in and shock the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And consider the fact the Hermitage is – they won their last game, but before that, they were on a three-game slide. So they haven't had a strong finish to the season. Granted, two of those three losses came to Verona and Holland Springs. So it's not like they lost a bunch of uh, nursery school teams. Right. That's the only thing I could come up with. But they um, they lost to some quality teams, and now they're facing Freeman. And I just wonder if Freeman can get them this time. Um, and then Elsie Bird Matoka. I touched on this a few minutes ago. Matoka got eat up by Dinwiddie last week on the ground game. I mean, Harry Dalton and Raphael Tucker ran at will against the Warriors. Um, and you know, they the Skyhawks have Latavian Lowe, Sir Paul Cheeks, they've got backs in the stable that might not be named Harry Dalton, but I've seen him play and I've seen them run and they can run with authority. So, <coughs> excuse me. So I'm curious to see how Matoica responds to that loss to Dinwiddie. Um, and if Elsie Bird, who has success in the playoffs, they played Holland Springs last year in the region finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They lost a few games towards the end of the season, but you never count out the Skyhawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. yeah th- those are the three I have on upset alert. And there was just one comment. Definitely had to give a huge shout out to our guy, Sam, from the Shady Sports Network, my <laughs> NFC East brethren. Um, so check us out on Wednesday, not Wednesday, but on Saturday nights, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, uh, NFC Beast. So shout out to my guy, Sam. We get here. So let's see. Now, as far as when it comes to and we talked about teams that are upset alert, but what in in this case, what are some teams that you can envision them potentially pulling off a road victory in advance? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there's only two that I have, and, and, and I gave this a lot of thought. And, and you know, it's going to sound crazy, 
and people are going to think I'm on drugs or something. But, you know, Ken Hanover, go to King George and shock the world. You know, mm. Sam Rogers always has his team prepared. And last week, they were only down to Holland Springs in the second half, 13 to 16. They hung with Holland Springs for a while. Um, so, can that – can they dial up that defense to cause some fits for King George? Um, you know, and can the offense sustain? They've got a quarterback, Nolan Christ, who he's a young up-and-coming quarterback. This is his first year. He plays a solid game, and Peyton Seelman dominates the run game. So if they can run it, King George, you know, control the clock, control the tempo, I'm not saying they're going to, but that could be a shocker. I mean, it would be a huge shocker. Um, and then the other one is Colonial Heights versus Lake Taylor. Lake Taylor's had a bit of a down season compared to what they're accustomed to, just like Oscar Smith. Um, and Colonial Heights has a good team. I won't say they're great, but they're a good team. They have a quarterback, Zamarian Mason. Um, his strength is in the run. They've got Kenya's Mungro. He goes both ways. He's a beast on offense. Um, bigger beast on defense, but if they can go to Norfolk and, and hang with Lake Taylor, I mean, if you'd asked me in 2014, would Monacan have a shot at Lake Taylor? I would have told you no. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, they almost knocked him off. Mm-hmm. So those are the two road teams I, you know, I would be curious to see if they can do anything. And if they can't win, can they keep it close? Because I don't think Hanover is a bad team. I don't I mean, you're in the playoffs. You shouldn't be bad to begin with. And Colonial Heights is six and six and four. Hanover I think is six and four, seven and three. So it's not like these are bad teams. So I'm curious to see what they what kind of success they can have on the road. Um, I have a question. So, um, what players do you feel, and what players, and what one that, and tell what teams that these players play for that you think is going to make a unique mark to help them with their victory? Oh boy, huh? Um, boy, you really throwing some curveballs at me. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you know. At Thomas Dale, mm-hmm. you look at Nick Tyree. Mm-hmm. You know he is a fantastic player. He he does a lot of things for Thomas Dale. He could be that guy for them. Um, Eric Bird, who I mentioned earlier with Holland Springs, um, obviously Christian Martin, the you know one of the defending um, co All Metro players of the year, um, the offensive player of the year in class five last year. I mean, mm-hmm. those two jump out at me. Um, they're, you know, not to, not to cop out, but there's so many yeah. players, so much talent spread out. That's why I say this is such a interesting group of teams this year. Have you um, ever seen it like this? Where it's so there's no dominant team. Well, and again, I don't, I Dominant is is not the word I would choose, but then again, you know, you got Thomas Dale and Thomas Jefferson who are undefeated. So obviously they're doing something right, Right. but you don't have any teams that have set themselves 
apart, you know, to that upper echelon like Holland Springs was last year. So to that point, have I seen a playoff field where there's so many good teams that could go on a run? Right. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I I think this is a very interesting group. I I don't know. You know, I could go out and we could end up having just a few teams left after this week, and I look like I don't know what I'm talking about. But I just – I've seen a lot of these teams this year. I try to see at least each team once. I don't – it doesn't always work out. But I've seen a majority of them this year that are in the playoffs, and any of them are capable of going on a run. They've got good coaches, solid players, offenses that – I mean, TJ's offense is averaging 50 points a game this year. I mean, Mm. you know, it's just like, you know, there's such quality in the 804 this year. I don't like to use the word parity, but I guess you could use that word. But they're just solid, good football teams. And I think think we might be in for a treat. But I might be also eating my words in a couple of weeks, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. And that's the thing with it, where it's just like, especially like how the playoffs will pan out. And it's, and it's always just curious to look at the, you know, as far as the weeks progress in the playoffs, like who's left, mm-hmm. like in this game, you know, and you know, then it's the kind of one thing that, that kind of the, the phraseology around here. Are you practicing Thanksgiving morning? Yeah. In a sense. Like, so that's the thing where it's going to be interesting who's going to be, because there's going to be some teams that could be practicing on Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. Getting ready for a regional final in this in this area as well. So, yeah. Sure. 100%. And, <clears throat> you know, I just, I think about that. And I think about the thing that the wild card for me is my expertise is the 804, is the Richmond area. So I don't do a deep dive on teams from the 757. I know who's good. I know who's not. But I don't know their strengths. I don't know their weaknesses. So when it comes to playoff football, it does become a little bit of a wild card because I know about as much about these teams as the coaches and players that are getting ready to play them. So, you know, that's why I say I could be eating my words. But I feel that confident in the team we have in the 804. Well, yeah, yeah. Man, so yeah, so I'm happy. Yeah, once, yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. You know, I'm right, excited. Right. You know, especially you know everything coming. You know, with everything going and you know and you know and also too a little disheartening too because a part of it, you know, some of these guys their last run is coming up. Yeah. So that's another thing. When when it comes to the happiness and the enjoyment of this, you still realize hey, some of these guys are gonna put on the pads for the final time this week and and as the weeks progress. So it's kind of one of the things, it's, it's the good and the bad. But like you said, taking the fan, you know, as far as from a, a couch coach perspective, it's good to see these games to kind of right. see what's going on from it. But, yeah, but, um, yeah. Yeah, we got 19 teams. I counted it. We got 19 teams in the playoffs from just the Richmond area alone. So, I mean, that, you know, that increases your odds right there of somebody right. making it far. Right. And, and, you know, Hopewell, Thomas Dale, Holland Springs, man. I mean, you know, any of these Dinwiddie and four. I mean, these are all teams that have playoff success, have a history of it, have coaches that have been there, done that. And that's why I think, you know, it could be a very interesting playoff run for a lot of these teams. 
Yeah, most definitely. And once again, Dan, definitely appreciate you for yeah. coming on and previewing uh, the opening round of the uh, of the playoffs here in the Richmond region. Then tell where they can find you on social media and also any upcoming projects, what you got going on. Well, um, it's, you know, I'm neck deep in playoffs for the next hopefully month and a half. Um, and uh, then I'll be doing the Big River Rivalry um, December 16th from Randolph-Macon. So it's going to be a busy, busy few weeks for me, but I love this time of year. I love high school football, so it's not work for me. It's fun. Um, yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter at CRF4Dan. Um, I'm always posting links to stuff I'm writing on Virginia preps, uh, facts, nuggets, all sorts of stuff. Anything that I can find that I think uh, interested person in high school football would enjoy seeing. Um, and then obviously VirginiaPreps.com is where you can find most of my content. Yeah, and it's like you said, especially when it comes to nuggets, and it's funny. Like I said, damn, you're the best in the business. So I was talking with uh, with Zach in the BCU game, Zach from Richmond Town Dispatch. Mm -hmm. And I think we were talking about, like, I think we were saying, like, I think this is the first time Thomas Jefferson was undefeated, uh, I think, since school was built in 1930. Yeah. And he was he was like, you, you probably got that from Dan. And I was like, I think so. So I was just like, I was like, I think we did. I think I was like, and then we sat back and we thought about it. It was like, I you know what? I think I did like I, I think I did get that from Danny. Or at you least know, I retweeted or something. You know what's funny is years ago before <clears throat> before I got involved full time with Rich uh with Virginia Preps doing the writing officially for them, and I was just a fan and I just loved the sport and just did my own basically freelance stuff. I would actually message um, Sean Robertson at channel six and I'd send him little things that they could use on final score Friday. And that's how me and Sean got to know one another before I really got into this with Virginia prep. So yeah, little things like that. And I, I call them nuggets of the night. Um, you know, I, someday I might have a sponsorship out of it from Wendy's or McDonald's. I don't know, but you know, Hey, it's fun. Again, it's fun. It's fun to share things that are interesting with people that will appreciate them. Yeah, and we de definitely appreciate, you know, like those nuggets of information because I always, you know, share it or like it whenever I see it. And, and if you do get a sponsorship, they got to give us more than one sauce for the, <laughs> the nuggets. So, that's got to happen. So, you know. You know. Hey, the crazy thing about fast food is that they act like it's going to kill them to give you a handful of sauce. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. No matter whether it's sauce from McDonald's, Taco Bell, whatever. It's like, come on, we, we can do better than this, guys. Right. For sure. For sure. But yeah, man. Once again, definitely thank you, Danny, for hopping on tonight. Yes. And talking um, and giving us the high school football preview. Definitely looking forward to it. You know, maybe we you know, we'll connect in the next few weeks or so. And just how everything had a had a playoff picture, um, you know, goes. And you know, so we'll definitely it'll definitely try to arrange for you to come on in the next few weeks or so, or you know, maybe region championship week, which I know that's the holiday week. We we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll work. You know, oh yeah, you know, well, we'll hey, work yeah. it out logistically. You know, let's hope we can do maybe a state championship show where we're. You know, previewing right. one or two of these teams playing yep. on that last Saturday 
of the year. Yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely. You know, oh, the good. only thing is, these teams got to hold the end of the bargain. But we got a few that that's probably gonna hold that in. I, right. I, I am not a gambling man, but I can kind of guarantee you that I think we uh I can hedge my bets on us having a having to show um talk about some of these teams in the state championship for sure. Yeah, I'm no gambling man either. My money's too important to me. <laughs> but yeah, once again, appreciate you, Danny, for coming on, uh, giving yes. us great information. Um, and then also, you know, definitely follow him on on Twitter. Great resource, especially when it comes to high school football. Like I said, best in the business. Um, he will make you he'll make you a smarter man. Right. Or so for sure. So definitely once again appreciate it. So this wraps up tonight's Couch Coach Live, and we'll catch you guys at our normal time next Wednesday. And we're out. Welcome. We are out. <laughs>